Well, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. This is where every day, you and I, we get together. We have a much-needed cup of coffee. We get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. And this year, 2022, we'll make it from the book of Acts to the book of Philemon. Let's go ahead and have some coffee. We'll pray, and we'll get into the Lord's Word. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much that we get to start our days by being in your word. That we get to hear from your spirit. Lord, we pray that as we read these words, they would not just be letters on a page. But Father, please, may you do a work in us that we would truly love. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, here we go. We are at at Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. We'll begin at verse 9, and we will finish up Romans 12 today. Romans chapter 12, verses 9 through, uh, let's see, I think it's verse 21. Yeah, verse 21. Here we go. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice, and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible... As much as it depends upon you, live at peace with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, rather give place to wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil by good. Well, we have. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, my Bible accidentally hit my button that switches the, uh, the screen over to, to the outro. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. I'm so sorry. Well, we need to ask ourselves, what is this about? What's the best verse to summarize this? And what are we called to do in response to these words? So, first, what's this about? Well, chapter 12 starts off with, we need to have our minds renewed. Right? And we have, to, we have to live our lives as a living sacrifice. So, as we are reading through this section, we might think, oh, here's just another list of stuff that Christians have to do. Well, no, this is... What does it look like to love God? 
What does it look like for us to live our lives as a living sacrifice? Remember what it said, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Here it is telling us what that looks like. This is, this is saying, you have been raised with Christ. You have been united with Christ. You have been given the Spirit of Christ. So now, what does that look like in our lives? Thank God the gospel is not just theoretical, but it is experiential. That it changes our lives. That our hearts renewed, and now we are not just declared holy, but we are being made holy. And what does that look like? Well, the first thing that it looks like here in the Christian life, unsurprisingly, is love. Love be without hypocrisy. You got to let your love not just be sentimental, but be genuine. A true care for another person's eternal well-being. A looking out for another person sacrificially. So let your love be genuine. Or here it says, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. What it could be more Christ-like than abhorring what is evil. Notice it doesn't say, you know, stay away from evil. But this, this is commanding the sentiment of our heart now. It's saying, abhor it. Right? What God says is evil. What God says is sin. What God says is wrong. Don't fool around with it. You need to actually cultivate in your heart a distaste, a hatred for evil. Abhor it. And instead of the evil that we once desired, cling to what is good. Cling, Christian, cling to it with all your might. Hold on to what is good. Hold on to those things that are of God and praise God for them. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. Be kindly affectionate. Do you hear the tenderness in these words? That as Christians we should be kind toward one another with brotherly love. The familial language here. Did you know that this idea of brotherly love, Philadelphia? Well, that's where we get our town in Pennsylvania from, right? This is, well, Philadelphia is a city of brotherly love, but Philadelphia means brotherly love, right? Uh, Do we actually show genuine love toward one another? Well, it's going to tell us how. One of the ways in which you can show genuine brotherly love, kindly affection to one another, is giving preference to each other, right? This is, this is a, Changed heart, a new heart now, a heart that loves God and loves others. And what does it look like to love others? Well, here it's giving them preference, putting away what I want, putting away what I desire, and looking towards what my brother and sisters need, want, desire. Not lagging in diligence, right? This this is this idea that you're not going to be lazy about your faith and about doing good works, but you're going to be 
fruitful in them. You're going to be diligent in them. You're going to be working hard at them. Fervent in spirit. Now, we know this to be true, don't you? That our spirit sometimes is, well, we don't have very much zeal. And there are other times that we have a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of of love and compassion and, and zeal for the Lord. The Lord is saying, you need to keep the fire underneath you going. Hey, stay fervent. Don't grow to an ember. Keep it burning into a flame. Don't become lukewarm. Don't forget your first love. And this is specifically fervent in spirit serving the Lord. Some of you know what it's like to burn out. Where you think, oh man, I'm doing all this work. And it doesn't look like anybody else is laboring alongside you. Keep on going. Keep serving the Lord. Keep loving the Lord. Don't give up. Let me just be your chief cheerleader here. Keep going. Keep going. Right? Stay fervent. Stay in the Lord. Keep your eyes focused on Christ. Don't worry about what other people are doing. You just keep on glorifying God. You just keep on loving God. You just keep on loving others. I know that it's tiring. I know that that you might be growing weary, but may the Spirit lift you up that you might not grow feeble in your knees nor slack in your hands. May you be fervent serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope. Now, isn't that, I, I love this, right? We are commanded to love without without. Uh, hypocrisy, and now we're commanded to rejoice in hope. Oh, we have such a horrible God, don't we? I mean, he's just so mean. He he, he commands us to rejoice. <laughs> All right, no, this is wonderful. Right, he's commanding us here, rejoicing always in hope. Right there is when there is good news, and there is a blessed return of Christ, and we get to hope and rejoice in Him. Don't give up. Right, rejoice in hope always. And then be patient in tribulation. Right? This life is going to be hard. I love you too much to lie to you saying that if you become a Christian, everything's going to be okay. No, there's going to be tribulations. Because the darkness hates the light. And the light exposes the darkness. And that's okay. When tribulation comes, you haven't lost hope. Rejoice in hope and endure with patience those tribulations. God's given you His Spirit. He's going to comfort you. He's going to be with you. I'm not trying to minimize what you're going through. But keep on persevering, Christian. You've got this, sister. you got it, brother. You can keep going. Continuing steadfastly in prayer, that's how you'll keep going. How will you be patient in tribulation? Never stop praying. Go to the Lord. Right, we had just finished that God prays for us with groans beyond words. The Holy Spirit is with you. Christ is interceding for you. The Father says, come boldly to his throne of grace. So we need not be anxious about anything, but in everything we can be busy about prayer. And the peace of God, which surpasses everything that we know, will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So continue in prayer. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Distributing to the needs of the saints given to hospitality. If you see needs in, in amongst the Christians, this is what it means by amongst the saints. 
Go ahead and give it to them. See, this is what Christianity does. It it changes our natural disposition of being radically inward me focused to being, I see needs. I know that the Lord's going to provide for me, so I'm going to help as much as I can. But it's not just to the saints. Notice what it says here. Practicing hospitality. We had just been commanded. What did he say here that that we were to show brotherly love. And yet here it says that we are to be given to hospitality. Brotherly love is Philadelphia. This is uh, xenadelphia. This is, we get our word, xenophobia. right? Fear of strangers. That's what the natural man is, is fearful of strangers. But here it tells us we are to love the stranger. Do you see how this takes the world and turns it on its head? That's what Christ does. That's what the Spirit does. God continues here and he says, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Oh man, talk about being like Christ. Jesus is our example of this as he's hanging on the cross. He says, Father, forgive them for they do not know what, or they know not what they do. As a man on the cross is there and he's been mocking him and mocking him with the other man next to him and at some point towards the end of his life he realizes hold on what am i doing and as he has been cursing and reviling christ blaspheming him he finally looks over at the other guy and he says hey man knock it off we deserve to be here but truly this man hasn't done anything wrong what does Jesus do? Does he, does he say, Oh, you stupid fool, you were just making fun of me. Be quiet. No, he's... What does he say to him? Today you will be with me in paradise. <laughs> Bless and do not curse. Bless those who curse you. It's not something you can do naturally. If you try to do this from your flesh, you're going to fail. But I pray that you'll be so filled with the Holy Spirit that you'll be able to do this miraculous work. Verse 15, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Right? God is empathetic with us, not just sympathetic. Right? Jesus is able to empathize with those who are being tempted, for he himself was also tempted, yet without sin. See, God isn't just removed from us, but Jesus Christ humbled himself into the likeness of a man. He knows what you're going through to be hungry. Jesus knows what it's like to be tired. Jesus knows what it's like to be cursed. Jesus knows what it's like to have aches and pains. Jesus knows what it's like for people to pick up stones and want to try to kill him. Jesus knows what it's like for someone to say he's got a demon. (laughs) And now that same spirit is in us. We can rejoice with those who rejoice. We can weep with those who weep. We can go to funerals and we can truly mourn. And we can empathize because we love. And when somebody has a new baby, we are able to rejoice with them. Because we know 
that our hearts are linked together because somehow we are united to one another as a body of Christ. Be of the same mind toward one another. Have the same mind. Get along. This isn't saying we become robots. We're not just marching, you know, with like the Soviets, you know, in in lockstep. No, that's not what it's talking about. But it's saying be of the same mind towards one another. This means we're understanding with each other. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble, right? Think less of yourself. Don't have your high, your head up in the clouds and think so highly of yourself that you ain't got no time for anybody else. No, be humble. Walk with the lowly. This is one of the things that Christianity does. It tears down the hierarchies. It shows us that we're all on an equal footing. Even if God has put me in this high state, I'm supposed to associate with those in a low state. I'll forever be thankful for my boss who was in the, in the military. There is a huge stratification. There is a hierarchy. You wear it on your shoulder. Right? You're, you're, you're literally ranked. I'll never forget my highly ranked boss. Didn't even sleep in the same birthing, the same barracks, the same room as me. Slept in a different place. He didn't eat, even eat the same food I ate or in the same place I ate food. He was so high in rank. And yet he came and he shared Christ with me. <laughs> A poor stupid sailor <laughs> mucked up in his sin. And he associated with the lowly. And my soul was saved because of it. <laughs> Associate with those lowly do not be wise in your own opinion right we all got opinions oh man everybody's got their own opinions (laughs) but don't think so highly of your opinion right what do we do we go to the lord our opinions are opinions and we can keep them to ourselves they might be helpful at times but that's it but when there's truth when there's god's word that's what we stand on verse 17 repay no one evil for evil Right, that's that's what Satan would do. Right, oh, somebody's wronged me, so I'm going to wrong them. No, 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 no. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Right, they, they do something wrong. They slap you on the cheek. Turn and let them do it again. <laughs> right, this is the radicalness that can only come from the Spirit. Have regard. For good things in the sight of all men. Rejoice in what is good. Regard those things. Praise those things. When you see someone do something courageous, you see selfless love, you see something good, rejoice in that. Give regard to that. Point people's eyes to that. When you see a child who does something wonderful, praise them for it. When you see someone doing something that is charitable, Rejoice in their charity. Show them that love, right? We have a, a new cycle that is just built. We, we live in a culture where people love negativity, right? Those shocking things sell. But here God is saying, no, no, no. How about we bring the spotlight on those things that are good? And if it is possible, as much as it depends on you, 
live peaceably with all men. This is some, a good dose of realism from the Lord, isn't it? Some people you're just not going to be able to live at peace with. Right? They're, they're going to want to make you stumble. They're going to want to be, uh, make you fall. They're going to want to make your life, uh, for lack of a better term, a living hell. This is, a, this is a reality of the fallen world we live in. You're going to find this in your life. Okay, maybe you need to leave that job. But as long as it depends on you, live at peace. Be that person who brings holistic value to the relationship. Who is calming the storm rather than, you know, causing turmoil and fire. Be the person who's always like a glass of cool water on a hot day. Live at peace with all men, so long as it depends on you, right? Don't be the person who likes to poke the bear and push the red button. Live at peace. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not overcome evil by evil, or do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Isn't this counter all counterintuitive? Hey, your enemy curses you, so you bless them. Your enemy's hungry, so you feed them. Your enemy's thirsty, so you give them a drink. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. We know our judge is coming. We know that at the end of the day, Jesus Christ is going to come to judge the living and the dead. And so we look forward to him. I don't need to have judgment in this life. God's going to judge. Now, a few things to point out here. This is not saying when it says, do not avenge yourself. This isn't saying that there's no place for self-defense. No, hold on. We must preserve life. If the commandment is do not kill, then that means that there's a requirement there for the preservation of life. And so there's a need for self-defense. But that doesn't mean that we are always ready to be on the attack. Nor does it mean when it says do not avenge yourself that there's no place for the civil magistrate. People have twisted these words, and I need to be careful with this because many, many Christians have sinned against our sisters by telling them that they should not go to the civil magistrate to go get justice, and instead they stay in abusive relationships. May that never be the case. Right? There's a place, we're going to get into that on Monday, with what the place of the government is, why they bear the sword. But the question is, what is the motivation of our heart? Even when we can't get justice, do we let that consume us? No. No, we do the radical thing. And what do we do? We show love to our enemies. We overcome evil with good. Overcome evil with good. This is not a list of legalistic moralism. No. This is being transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
that we might prove what is God's will. Chief of all of this is love. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, thank you for your word. What a blessing to have your spirit and to have your son walk before us in love and be our an example of love. We pray that you would please give us your spirit that we would love. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, may the love of Jesus Christ walk always before you. May you be filled in your heart with joy and with peace. And may you live peaceably with all men so long as it depends upon you. And I'll see you tomorrow. No, I'll see you on Monday. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.